Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. Oh, boom. What's your favorite podcast right now? Like, if, like it changes a lot, too, you know? Yeah. Like, right now, what's your favorite podcast? Right now, it's my favorite podcast. Um, well, actually, I've been listening to a podcast. It's the Naked Marriage Podcast, which I don't listen to them all the time. What, Nick and Marriage? Naked Marriage. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> naked Marriage. Yeah, the Naked Marriage Podcast. <laughs> Who does that one? Uh, Dave and Ashley Willis, that couple that they came to our church a few years ago. Yeah. Um, really? I don't, I don't listen to their podcast all the time. How often do they podcast? Like uh, twice a week. Okay. Um, and they have, they're doing a series right now. They're calling it uh, back to the basics, I think. And they're like going through each step and like the traditional marriage vows. Um, how, um, how long is their podcast usually? Uh, like 20 minutes. Okay. So it's short. Yep. Yeah, you can do a couple a week if you do them shorter. Yeah, they're like between 20 and 30 minutes, and then they have one that they do on Wednesday that's even shorter, where they like answer one question. You ever listen to a podcast and you think to yourself, ooh, we should do that in our podcast? Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. I kind of thought about that too. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff I'm like, oh, some of them are like like really big name podcasts that I listen to where I'm like, it would be hard to do like a whole episode like this or... You know, hard to do what they do just because their production level is so high. Yeah. So um, uh, is there something that you feel like we could do that you've seen? Yeah, there's some stuff that I think we could do that I've seen. Um, I've seen a lot of podcasts will do, uh, like, listener questions. Yes. And like, hey, we're going to answer a listener question today. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I think that would be really, really fun to do. Um, yes, I do too. So if you guys... Who are listening? If you have any questions, send me an email. You should take questions Sunday at ignited AM or at the place to be. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to text myself to do that right now. It'd be a little easier to gather questions that way. But anybody listening, we should give them a way to send in questions. Yeah, send them to my email. Share your email. It's Aaron at ignited.org. And or you could use my email, lucas at ignited.org. There you go. Really simple. <laughs> Pretty simple. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't know if we'll get any questions that way. But, I don't know either, but um, you should ask us questions that would be more like biblical questions. Give us some biblical questions. Keep it focused. Yeah. I don't, I don't really want, like, I don't want to have to talk about, like, how to... Smoke a brisket. I, I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to do that. But, but, I think we could take some questions. I would love to do fan questions. That's something that uh, that I agree. But we don't really have a, a a simple setup right now to take fan questions. Right. Like there, there's some podcasts I listen to that they'll do like a fan question every episode. And um, but they have like a huge YouTube following, mm-hmm. and so they'll just like pick a comment. Out of the YouTube comments, yeah, and you know from like a past episode, mm-hmm. or like they have these massive social media followings. And be like, hey, I got a DM this week, yeah, on Instagram. Let's answer this person's question. Yeah, totally. I'm like, <clears throat> we. <laughs> I mean, if somebody sends me a DM on Instagram, like, hey, I wanted you to talk about this in the podcast, I'll do it. But no one's ever done that. <laughs> I know. 
I know. We need to set up something. We need to think of something to where I, I think honestly the best way is just to take to take questions at Ignited AM or the place to be. Yeah, absolutely. I, I and think then you're right. Email send us questions through email. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah, maybe we can end every podcast saying send us some questions. <laughs> send us some questions. We'd love to go through some questions. Yeah, because there's sure. some good questions out there. Yeah, oh, I yeah. I get questions at church. Yep. I feel like I get questions at church a few times every month. Yeah. And they're they're good questions. I had a question last night. Okay. And I honestly, this question was so good. I was like, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. You want to hear what the question was? Yeah, I'd love to. All right. He says, me and my wife have been reading through Genesis, and the people are walking through the wilderness, and they're starting to complain that they have no meat. So God sends some quail. Yeah. Is and that Exodus? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he says we're reading through the Bible. And uh, yeah, so he goes, so they, the Lord sends them meat and it kind of backfires on them a little bit because yeah. they, they eat too much and they're getting sick. And the, he stops and looks at me and he says, why don't they just eat their livestock if they want to meet? Yeah. Why do they have to only eat manna? And I was like, what? Yeah. What? They, it's clearly, it's, it's clear in scripture that they had tons. Tons of livestock. Of livestock. We're getting goats, sheep, cattle. Yep. Uh, to all sorts of stuff. Like, yeah. All kinds of cattle. There's all these breeds. There's all this stuff. Like, yeah. What? I've actually, I've actually wondered that question Why? B- before. I'm not sure. What's the, and I was like, I'd, I, that's a great question. Why, why are they so fussy about getting meat? Why won't they just? I mean, you kill a lamb, you could, the whole family could eat for a week. Right. That's one lamb. Yeah. And, and you can't tell, these guys are skilled enough to like make sure that they can eat their, their food supply without diminishing it down to zero. Right. I mean, yeah. they know what they're doing, they know how to breed them. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. That's a great question, though. It is a great question. <laughs> and I didn't know the answer. And I still don't know the answer. But I'm not sure either. I would think it'd be cool to get some questions. Yeah. Bring them up. Talk them. A lot of times we have answers. I have answers even on the spot a lot of times with people just to stop me in the hallway at church. Yeah. But if we had a little, even a moment to just prep right before the podcast comes on. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be super fun. I'd mm-hmm. love to do that. I'd love to do that. Today, though, Pastor Luke, last week we did a fun podcast where you just asked me questions. I did. I just just peppered you with questions. Yeah, and I had to respond totally did, off the top of my head. Did you like that? <laughs> some of it I loved. Some of it I was like li- like listening back, and I was like, man, I could have answered that way better if I had been given like two minutes to prep. You know it, what I'm saying? It is kind of stressful <laughs> answering unprepped questions Yeah, on the spot. Yeah. It is. For sure. Um, but so this week, I figured let's – we're going to flip the script. All right. I'm, I'm, I get to sit in the driver's seat. You're uh, – you're just riding along. You just happen to be with your riding shotgun. And we're going to see what happens. We're going to see where this podcast goes. <laughs> where are you taking me? <laughs> um, I wanted to, I'm going to start the, the questions really simple. And then maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get a little bit deeper. Well, we'll figure it out. All right. Okay. So question number one, what was it like 
growing up a PK mm. and specifically what was it like growing up with Pastor Tim as your dad? Ah, that's a good question. So um, the, the uh, what was it like growing up as a PK? Not the best, I would say. Yeah. Like not the absolute most awesome experience. You kind of like uh, people didn't quite understand back then, like I think they do now about a pastor, honestly. Uh, okay. There was like everybody when I was growing up, if you said your dad was a pastor, they just thought he was a priest. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so when immediately you realize that they think your dad is a priest, you imme- then you have to decide do I take time to tell them my dad's not a priest, right. but he's a pastor? Yeah. Or do I just let them think he's a priest and think I'm weird? <laughs> yeah. So but you even, have to, like, decide. Even now, I've, I've told some people, like, they ask me, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a youth pastor. And their only construct for a pastor is a priest. So yeah. even now, not as much, but yeah. I'm sure, but I've and, had that. And— I would say that, like, we chose this lifestyle as adults. Yeah. We chose this. There's a cross to bear as a pastor in the public eye. Yeah. You, people look at you differently and treat you differently, and, and a lot of people think you're odd. As a kid, though, you're not really ready to bear that cross, and you don't really want to bear that cross because you didn't, you didn't, like— You must, didn't choose it? You didn't choose it. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't like weigh the pros and cons. Yeah. You're kind of in it. So that aspect of it for me was a little, was pretty stressful as a kid growing up. Um, and then, you know, being a PK, like it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. okay. You Just in case you're wondering and you're wondering what in the world a PK is, it's a pastor's kid. Yeah. Pastors' kid tra- kids traditionally don't turn out well. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, that's why there's like thousands of memes on the internet. Yeah, about the PK, right? Yeah, and none of them are like flattering. <laughs> they really aren't. Yeah, yeah. Like you look at the the my favorite one, which I think is probably the most truthful one out there, and the one that makes me laugh the most. Maybe it makes me laugh the most because it's not true for me as is in this situation, but where they have this meme image of like, it says the father as pastor, and it's this like huge roaring lion. Yeah. Picture of a roaring lion. And then right next to it says the son as pastor. And it's like a picture of like a little like kitty cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> yeah, like I, know, the, I know exactly what she's talking about. The PK, the PK son gets the church because he's the PK son. He doesn't have any anointing. He has no skill. He can't preach. He can't lead. He's just a little nothing. Yeah. But he was given the church because he was the PK. Right. So that one always makes me laugh a lot because I've seen that a lot. Yeah, for a sure. Lot. And so that one makes me that that meme makes me laugh the most. And I would say honestly, like that's most people's thoughts about being about PKs. So I'm always trying. I, I feel like I am a uh, like a different breed. When it comes to PK, yeah, and um, I think it's fair, yeah, and um, church is so different now than it used to be. Church, 
there wasn't a single thing about church being cool when I was a kid. <laughs> not not a single church in the history of around the world would ever be labeled cool. Yeah. Not right. a single church yeah. when I was a kid. So when you say that you went to church, nothing cool. Right. Nothing cool. All right. So church has come a long way. <laughs> oh, yeah. And a lot of pastors have broken the mold quite, quite well and have made church flattering to the world. And I think the world is more curious now about church and spiritual things than ever before. Yeah. Which has been fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. It's a little different now, but I'm serious. When I was like, not, not a single church was cool growing up. Um, so a little stressful at times to talk about like church all the time. Like, I can't do this. I'm going to be at church. Oh, yeah. Str- stressful. <clears throat> Real stressful. Yeah. And <laughs> Stressed wh- me out at least. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, was there anything... Uh, that was just like different or maybe some great, but like, what was it like growing up with, with Pastor Tim as your dad? Because if anybody's listening and, and you're a part of Cornerstone, the only role that I could ever picture Pastor Tim in is, is my pastor. Mm-hmm. And so just obviously you have a totally different perspective. What was that like? So loud. Yeah. Loud. Yeah. My dad's loud. Um, in the morning, he'd woke us up every morning with a song. <laughs> okay, my, my dad does that on Saturday morning or did that on Saturday morning when I was a kid the song goes like this rise and shine and give God the glory glory rise and shine and give God the glory glory rise yeah. and shine and get and he'd sing it loud he'd come into our room and sing it and my sister would say shut up I don't think, actually, I don't think she would say shut up because she might get in trouble if she told my dad to shut up. But she would say, stop singing. Stop it. Like, we, nobody wants to be woken up like that. Nobody. We were woke every day. Loud. You know, just. And I had a young father. My dad's a young, young guy. Yeah. Um, so when my sister went to college. Yeah. My mom was 38. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we had young parents growing up. So. A lot of like um, fun stuff with my dad growing up. He was constantly um, playing sports with me. Yeah, basketball um, and soccer, baseball, football. Like mm-hmm. just a lot of fun activity. Um, we would do a lot of like long bike rides around on vacations and like around the where we grew up, the city mm-hmm. we lived in at the time. Um, so yeah, a lot of energy. Yeah, a lot of energy. That's awesome and, and loud. <laughs> Just loud. Still, still is loud. When we go over to my parents' house, yeah, it's still loud. Still loud. Yes, my dad listens to the TV so loud <laughs> that you can't think or talk in the house on the floor and the main floor where the TV's at. Yeah, you can't. It's so loud. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just like funny. <laughs> um, I got some more questions, and I'm going to kind of get – I was trying to – when I was writing these questions, I actually wrote them last week, but when I was writing these questions, I was trying to like maybe go and, and learn some stuff that maybe not everybody knows about you. Yeah. So I wanted to know what was your favorite part about being in youth ministry? 
Mm. So, because you, if I'm remembering right, you got really like got saved and gave your heart to the Lord when you were in middle school. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, so, what was that like then? Like you, you gave your heart to the Lord, got saved. You're now you're you're being a part of the youth ministry. What was your favorite part about being a part of a youth ministry? I liked being in in the youth group. It was called Ignited, even when I was in it, and I loved being in. The, the youth ministry. Yeah. I, I think every kid kind of hits that spot where they're like kind of done with children's ministry or children's church. Yeah. They get super excited to be in the youth ministry. Yeah. Oh, I was um, I was fired up. I loved being in youth ministry. Yeah. So I loved graduating and, and getting into Ignited. Uh, our youth pastor, his name was Pastor Jeff. And I, um, li- I looked up to Pastor Jeff and he was our worship leader too. So mm-hmm. you were hearing him a lot from stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's a high-energy kind of guy, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we always had a lot of fun in youth group. We used to do every week. There was a Saturday night youth gathering at the church. Okay. And Wednesday night church as well. Okay. Um, and it, it was a lot of fun, like especially Saturday night. I always looked for big time. To Saturday night, yeah, with uh, it was like game night, and then there was a little Bible study at the end of the night. Okay, but the games were tons of fun, like the kind of big fun games you play at the Switch. Yeah, catch the flag and hide and sock and oh yeah, just dodge ball for sure. Big fun games, like tons of awesome competition. So Saturday nights were like a big peak for me. Yeah, and then Wednesday nights were real chill. And then, um, like real chill, like we would all worship together. Yeah. And then they would dismiss it. They would dismiss the teenagers. Okay. To our like little room. Okay. Um, and then Pastor Jeff changed things up. He started a youth band, and um, renovated a whole room. Just wow. like really renovated it, made it like a spot you wanted to be in. So it started. It turned into something really cool. Where like when you came to church, you immediately went to your room. Yeah. Right. There was video games and fun stuff to do, and all your friends were in the room, which was new. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It was new. And uh, so then that's when the youth ministry like started exploding with growth. More. Yeah, that's awesome. I love to hear that even, obviously, you love being a part of church now. And and it's your job. Yeah, I loved to hear that. You know, even as a teenager, you loved being a part of youth ministry. I loved it too. I absolutely love being a part of youth ministry. And just for all of our ignited listeners out there, if you're a part of our ministry right now, I'm gonna tease something. Just this week, I had a meeting, a, a dream session with some of our staff. And this summer, we have some crazy game nights planned with. Games that I'm pretty sure, to my knowledge, we have never played here at Cornerstone. Yeah. So this sounds fantastic. It's gonna be epic. Yeah. Um. So just like it's it's coming this summer. Just a tease. No big deal. Just dropping that in there. That's fine. Well, no shame promo. (laughs) Yes. That's awesome. Okay. So you were a big part of uh, of being in youth ministry, but then what? What was the the decision? What was the turning point? Because you hear of so many uh, pastors' kids who grow up in church, and the last thing they want to do is be a pastor. Yeah. And so, what was it for you that I mean, you you grew up, you got saved in middle school, part of a youth ministry, graduate high school, you're going off to college, and you're like, 
yeah, I'm going to go get a degree in ministry. Yeah. And I've, I've watched everything happen. Like I've, I've been behind the scenes my whole life of ministry. And like I said, you, you hear of a lot of pastor's kids who are like, yeah, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. But what was it for you that drew you to that or how, why you made that decision to go into ministry? It's a long process. And, and um, I would say that my whole life I, I would, have, would have wanted to do a lot of other things other than being a pastor. I, I never had a desire to be a pastor. Okay. I mean, like any boy or young teenager, yeah. you wanted to be an athlete right. or uh, go in the military, yep. be an engineer, yeah. things like that. Those are the things that I was leaning towards. Oh, yeah. Um, but I get saved when I was 13, and um, then when I was 15, I heard the Lord well, Lord started working on my heart after I got saved. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a slow process yeah, of like for sure. working on your heart, working on your heart. And then at 15, I felt like he had called me. Not felt like he like he had called me, but I, at 15, he called me to be in the ministry. Yeah. Wow. And, um, and I was ready to receive that like word from him, Yeah. that feeling from him. I remember where I was at. I remember being on my hands and knees. The, the evening, everything, it's like a still of, of like a memory, like a strong memory for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing him call me in the ministry and kind of like like an invitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want you to be in the ministry. And and I could have said yes or no. Right. Like, like anybody could have. Yeah. And, but I remember when I said yes and I like committed, I remember feeling a lot of peace. That's awesome. And, and joy for my future. Um. And so I, I, at 15, I just made the decision to just go after it. And I think, I guess I was a, would have been like a f- freshman or a sophomore in high school. Yeah, probably like a sophomore. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that that would have been, let's see here, born in 1984, 94, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 9, 1999. Okay. Would have been the year that I would say, okay, yes, Lord, I'm definitely going to do this with my life. And we were still in the small sanctuary where the kids' ministry is at right now uh, in mm-hmm. that building as a church. And so, you know, a lot of future was still like a lot to happen still for Cornerstone Church. And um, then I even remember going off to college and like being in college and like <laughs> the same kind of attitude was like, I will, I definitely don't want to come back to Cornerstone. Yeah. Okay. Like that was just like my attitude too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember the Lord speaking to me about asking me, yeah, you know, I want you to come go back to Cornerstone, will you? <laughs> it's like exact same like situation, like yeah. And I remember saying yes to that, like and feeling peace about that as well. Yeah. So yeah, interesting stuff. Okay, sweet. And I, I got one more about being in ministry right now. What is so we kind of gone through that progression of like PK and youth ministry, going off to to be in ministry. Now we're looking back. You've been in ministry. How many years have you been in ministry? Almost 17 years. Almost 17 years of being in ministry. What has been a few of the highlights for you of being in ministry? That maybe you've seen God do something, just all, maybe it's an event, maybe it's a continuing event, a move of God, a message. I don't know what it is, but what, what are some highlights from being in ministry almost 17 years? My, my favorite thing and my best highlight of of doing ministry was, I wish I could remember what year 
it was. But we had been running our young adults ministry. I had started it in, I think, 2012. Okay. And it had been running now for a few years. And we just kind of like, we, we pretty much would just like grow, grow, and it would just grow. And it was like growing and like just felt like every year, well, we're, gro- we're, we're growing, we're growing. And I, I remember this one service in particular. Um, there's all these young men, like, tw- like young 20s. Okay. A, like a group of them, like three of them came up to me. And, and they were like, it was like service had dismissed and I hadn't even like left the Coliseum yet. Okay. Because we always have like after party, yeah, like yeah. always activity to hang out in the game room afterwards. Well, I haven't even got out into the game room yet. And like these three men, young men came up to me and they, their like faces were really bright and they were started telling me about how much they love the, some of the special needs kids that were showing up. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. And um, it was like clicking about what we are, like the, like the young adult ministry, like it was clicking. Yeah. Everything was like really clicking. And there seemed to be like, in my mind, it felt like a revival. Wow. That's, <laughs> excuse I mean, that, me. That's just awesome. And I was like, whoa, this thing is, this Lord, Lord is doing a lot of awesome stuff. And a lot of these young adults, mm-hmm. and they are catching fire for for the Lord. And um, I was like, it was like a uh, highlight of like, oh my gosh, if if my ministry fruit is is this, yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so happy about like where they're at and what like how they're so excited for loving on people. And it was like, um, it was crazy. And um, it's like stuff was clicking, like big time clicking. Come on. And um, the, the, and their love for people went even beyond that too. I could tell. Like there was like just a sense of like the whole, whole community, the whole young adult community was like just fired up mm-hmm. to just be at church, worship God, love one another, love the unloving, love their enemies, love the people who nobody else wanted to love. Yeah. Like, that was crazy to see. Like it was like clicking hardcore for everybody. And that was like a highlight moment for me. Like that simple conversation yeah. was a proof that the ministry was really healthy. Yeah. And right. doing really well. Come on. Now the, the 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 growth reflects the health. Yeah. And so I and I was so excited, just felt like, okay, it's so healthy. And even like that for years even after that was just the growth just kept going too. So that was really a highlight ministry highlight for me. One of my favorite moments Man. in ministry. That's so good. Yeah. And now I want to bring it let's bring it present day. One more question. This is it. Present day, what is one of your favorite things that you get to be a part of right now? Because you've had a lot of different roles and things that you've done in ministry over the years, mm-hmm. these 17 years. But right now your job, what you're doing in ministry right now, what is like one thing that you're super excited about? Maybe it's an event, a task, like a reoccurring job you do every week or whatever. I don't know what it is. Yeah. What's something you're fired up about right now? Um, 
I I'm I really love everything I do right now, which is which is awesome. I mean, there's definitely been years and seasons where like things were really quite a chore. Yeah, right. Like really quite a chore to the uh, you know like struggle to get motivated and be excited, work hard and <laughs> get moving. So, but some of the things that I really really enjoy doing right now are um, I still love preaching. Yeah, like that's I get, so good. I get to preach like Sundays and Wednesdays quite a bit. I still really, really like preaching. Um, I really enjoy um, putting like um, the lights together for Sundays. Okay, like I just really do. It's it's always fun. It's always exciting. The it it tends to be like growing and adding new things, and it's it's fun to do all that. It really is, and um, I enjoy like. Doing the podcast every week, um, and it's funny because there are some things that I wasn't enjoying, and I just got rid of them. Like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I just like got rid of some things that I wasn't enjoying doing. I also leave the creative team here yeah. at the church. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, like a lot of fun. Um, a lot of smart people in the room. Uh, got a good budget, and it seems like we could dream it and we can do it. Yeah, and it happens, and so that that's a lot of fun too. Like, that, yeah, that's awesome. It really is. So, like, the creative team really has its fingers involved in like every single Sunday morning and Wednesday night service. Any big event coming up, conference, like it's like the creative team had a massive role to play in how it all unfolds. Right. And then I love to sit back and watch it all unfold. I have a sometimes I play a part, sometimes I just watch others play the part, but it's all very much exciting to me because we took a lot of time to like yeah, yeah, think for it sure. through and figure it out and, and then and then cast vision to people and explain it to them and like, hey, we're gonna I'm gonna record you and yeah. I know you don't understand at all right now, but boy, when this video plays, it's gonna be it's gonna be sweet, man. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. and then like I get excited to like see it come up and see it happen and see the people's responses and like, oh, and I it's funny because <laughs> I forget it was uh I think it was convention last year, spring revival services last year. Okay. So, you know, in May or whatever they are. Yeah. I had made all these videos. These these like I re- I worked with all these people to like get these videos made and like the it's work. Oh yeah. Like Phone calls and emails and re- get the camera out and da, yeah, da, 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 da. Ske- scheduling. Everybody's yeah. there. Re- recording, editing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's emailing. All work. You know, like oh, it's all this stuff. Like you know, it's fun, but it's like oh, it's work. And then <laughs> I made it. I wrote it. I made it. Everything. I'm. I cry. I yeah. cried <laughs> when it played because <laughs> there's like you feel the spirit of God moving. Yeah. And Come on. I wasn't crying because I made a great video. I was crying because the spirit was moving in the room. Come on. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. And so, like, even the stuff I'm involved with, it menaced, it, at the end of the day, it wasn't about me. Yeah. Like, most people don't even know I had my hand involved in it. Right. But, like, it, oh, that was, oh, that ministered to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm weird like that or not, but I, I find that happens almost all the time for me. Yeah, that's and incredible. That stuff's really exciting. It really is. That's awesome. That, that's so good. Well, that, that's all the questions that I got. All right. That, that was it. That was fun. That was fun. It was fun to, to kind of flip roles like that. And uh, maybe if you're listening, you, you got some questions for either one of us yeah. or both of us. Absolutely. Send them in. We'd give, love to answer them. Give them your email again. All right. It's Aaron at Ignited.org. It's pretty simple. Yep. My email is Lucas at Ignited.org. And uh, there you go. There you go. Send in some questions. Bible send, questions. Send us some Bible questions. We'd love to get into them. Yes. Love to get into them. Yes.
All right. Yep. That's it. See everybody on the next one. Bye. Bye. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.